I want to talk today about alternative carbs. You know, I love pasta. I eat tons of rice. Yes. Do baked potatoes. Rarely do a mash because I can't be bothered peeling and mashing. I hear you. But though. I love it. One of the ones that I feel like we could all eat more often, the carb, is polenta. Ah, yes, polenta, you mean. It's not as hard as it looks. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't I think have it's to what puts a lot of people off, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the stirring. The stirring. The stirring. The endless stirring. <laughs> That's me to you, endlessly stirring. <laughs> Let's talk about it on today's 5-Minute Food Fix. So let's say you were a complete novice and you were going to make polenta. I would say to you, use a saucepan that can withstand lots of scraping and stirring because you're going to be dragging a metal spoon against the bottom of that saucepan. Yeah, you will. So that's a really good idea, Yumi. Before we go into the nuts and bolts of kind of how we cook the polenta itself, maybe we should explain to our our listeners kind of the different types of polenta. Because I think that's key for a lot of people and a reason they get a bit lost. So you've got your quick cook polenta, Mm -hmm. which you can get now in, in... find quite easily you see semolina which is also cornmeal too yeah often kind of used interchangeably with polenta that's as what well. i thought i thought am yeah. i missing something that they're different mm, no not, not really, really. Okay. they're kind of the same thing they'll be just milled to a different grinding you okay. know? so that's the things so i like to find it in a health food shop i t- tend to find that's a really easy place to find it you'll see in a big bucket and you can kind of load it up into a little bag and just use the amount you need okay you, you don't want to have it lurking in your pantry forever. no the moths do like polenta they do they do, <laughs> they do. and they can eat it just as it is they don't need to stir <laughs> for ages so but we don't want them to do that no. we, we want to enjoy it and yeah. it's such a lovely thing like you say it's such a nice comforting thing oh. in winter right so yeah so let's talk about some of the things that you do with the polenta to eat it i mean i'm hmm. just picturing because you can let it go firm yes you can you can cook it till it you, and you let it go let it go cold and it will kind of clag back together mm. not a very appetizing sounding word but it can be delicious and then you've got this sort of slab to cook with later you can, loads of olive oil on that it will take loads of flavors you can chop up your herbs and yep. stuff and then you griddle it shove it over a hot grill mm. until you kind of get those lovely scorch marks on it and then <sighs> slice it into wedges or chop it up and you've got this kind of grilled cake of deliciousness yeah? <laughs> yes yeah, which... you can also put cheese on the top and melt yes. it over the polenta but i also simon want to say that i think that porridgey hot fresh out of the saucepan yes. polenta is very underrated and we could definitely stand to eat more of that i could so agree with you more. like a mushroom ragu kind of thing mm. so instead of having that on pasta or you know on mashed potato why not have it yeah. spooned over some hot sloppy polenta, sloppy polenta with an extra grating of cheese on the top yeah. Oh, You're leaning just... into polenta's strength there, I think, you mean, which is that lovely thing. It's kind of creamy and cosseting and just when it's good and it's not lumpy and bumpy, mm. like porridge, it, it can be really great yep. or really not so great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how else would you serve it? No, I think that's lovely. And yep. that's how, it, you know, that's a really lovely vegetarian way to serve it. It's also really good with kind of a stew or a casserole kind of on top. So traditionally in Italy, they would slather the polenta like that, the wet, sloppy polenta over a wooden table, actually straight onto the table, uh-huh. and then put a, a deeply kind of cooked meaty stew on top and then kind of mix everything together. On the table? Actually on the table. And this then what happens, like a... people spoon it off onto a plate? <laughs> no, I'm not entirely sure how they then go about <laughs> eating it. I think that depends on the person. But yeah, maybe onto a plate or maybe just straight off the table with spoons, spoons and forks digging in, you oh, mean. Really like... embracing that kind of 
unctuous nature of it, right? You're yeah. really getting in there. And I kind of see where they're coming from. Yeah, I do too. And if you've never had polenta, it, it gives off this very corny, yes. sort of toasty smell, unmistakable. Yeah. So a good place to start is with a basic recipe. Mm-hmm. Around one cup of polenta per yes. four cups of yes. liquid. A lot of people use stock. I've had great recipes that use almond milk. So one cup. Wow. Yeah, mm. one cup of polenta to a whole litre of almond milk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then some salt, and then usually that's what you do to, to kind of cook it. Mm-hmm. Lots of stirring, lots of stirring, lots of stirring, and it takes around twenty minutes. And right as it's starting to finish off, yeah. you can toss in two or three tablespoons of butter. Yes, yum. Who doesn't love butter? And then some freshly grated cheese, like a, a parmesan or something like that, around half a cup. So quite generous with those cheese flavors to kind of enhance the umaminess of it. That sounds so good, Yumi. The only thing is that stirring for me. 20 minutes, just too much, Yeah, just too much. So I would suggest you take the advice of Anna Del Conte, an amazing Italian-American food writer Mm. who suggests... Yeah, stir for that first five, ten minutes, getting everything going, but then pour it into a greased oven-proof dish, then cover it with buttered foil and slide it into the oven for an hour and you just saved yourself all the rest of that time. Oh, yeah. stop it. Yeah, and then it comes out and it gets a little kind of crust on it too. Rust. And you can even sprinkle over some parmesan as Definitely. it's going. So it's got that little textural difference yep. between the top and the bottom. It's almost like a creme brulee. Oh, my yeah. God. Go with it. I'm there. <laughs> and then I'm going to spoon that mushroom stuff on top and it's yeah. going to be so delicious. Thank you so much for that. I'm just going to put the proportions of your basic polenta recipe on our show notes. So if you want to get started with that, by all means do, and then pop it in the oven to save yourself some time. 